I'm not going to preach long. I want us to pray. This service is actually it's for prayer. Um, the Lord just told me that there are some things that we need to take by force today. There's a lot of delays, a lot of things hanging, a lot of things that the enemy is throwing shades and, and you know, we want to put him where he belongs today. Look at your neighbor, say, take it by force. Look on the other side, say, take it by force. All right. That's the title of my message, Take It By Force. Matthew 11, 11. Y'all know the story, or y'all know the Bible. Matthew 11, 11. And then I'm going to say a few words, and then we will pray. Verily, verily, I say unto you, among them that are born of women. Are born of who? They had not risen a greater than John the Baptist. There is no one that has risen from anyone born among women. That's a very serious statement. Meaning, all the way, beside, the only man that was not born of a woman, or a, a man and woman, was Adam and Eve. That means, just after Adam and Eve, up until John the Baptist. The Bible said, there is no one that has risen greater than John the Baptist. Now, uh, let me not go into, okay, maybe I will go there. But let's finish reading. He said, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Next verse. And from the days of the same John the Baptist, from the days of the same guy that nobody before him was greater than, from his day up until now, when? Talk to me, when? Talk to me, when? Talk back to me, when? He said, up until now, the kingdom of heaven does what? Suffered violence. And those who are more violent than the devil, they get it by force. Unfortunately, the same way you are violent, Satan is also violent. But only those who are more violent than Satan will take their portion by force. They will take what belongs to them by force. Church, I don't want to live this life. And when my life is done, I realize that I did not complete my assignment. I did not fulfill my destiny. And I did not enjoy all that God has for me. God forbid. God forbid. That I will live my life and when I get to eternity, I will be told that this is the measure you would have gone to. But I didn't even attain it. It will be a shame. For many of us as Christians. And so it's important that messages like this are preached to awaken you spiritually and physically. To say that I will not live this life ordinary. I, I am seriously, yesterday in prayer, I said the same thing. I am advocating to live your life supernaturally, naturally. That as a child of God, you are not supposed to live just a natural life. No, you are beyond the natural. When the Holy Ghost moved inside of you, you're beyond a natural man. Something came inside of you that is bigger than anything you can face. The scripture tells you that if God be for you, finish that statement. Who can be against you? If God be for you, that's a loaded statement. That means that there is nothing that can stand the child of God. Jesus himself said it. He says, listen, all power in heaven and in earth has been given unto me. And now, he now goes ahead, looks at you in the face and says, As the Father has sent me, even so send I you. 
He said to them, he says, listen, the works that I do, you shall do also. But greater works than this shall you do because I go to my father. That means that every one of us, if you look at your life now, and you are not greater, better than Jesus, something is wrong in the equation. That's the truth. Something is definitely wrong in the equation. So Jesus was teaching his disciples and talking to them, and he said to them, listen, guys, this was just after John the Baptist, um, you know, had been beheaded, and you all know the story of what happened with him and uh, King Herod and Herodias. But nonetheless, Jesus comes to his disciples and says to them, listen, right from the days, if he says that, listen, from, from, from every man born of a woman, there is none greater than John the Baptist. Why would Jesus say that? Because I, I, I studied the life of John the Baptist, and John the Baptist never did any miracle. He never healed the sick. He never, the dude was born, you all remember his story of, the story of his birth? He was born, I mean, Zachariah was in the temple uh, serving the Lord in his uh, priestly duties and an angel shows up to him and says, hey, your wife is going to have a son and you're going to name him John. Zachariah starts debating with the angel. No, his name shall be called Zachariah. He said, okay, listen, because you are debating and arguing with me, you shall be dumb until this child is born. So long story short, Elizabeth, at this time Zachariah was in his 80s. Elizabeth is in her sixties. Menopause has passed from meno to memo to papa pause to above all pause. Are we together? Every pause has passed. And then now here she is. She gets pregnant. Gets pregnant at this old age. Then the same angel goes and appears to another young girl. And tells the young girl, you're going to get pregnant. You're going to get pregnant without a man. And she tells her, your, your auntie Elizabeth is also already pregnant. She is six months ahead of you. Because according to divine timing, John has to come before Jesus to announce him. Because every one of us need to be announced by somebody greater. So I'm weary of people that go into ministry today and them themselves apostles without somebody endorsing them. That's a time bomb going somewhere to happen. I'm tired of all the prophets, prophetesses on social media who they don't have a place where they were endorsed. Somebody that announced you, somebody that pronounced it on you. If Jesus was sensible enough to let John the Baptist announce him, I don't see how, why you should not be announced. Am I talking to a believer in House of Treasures? Please, let's not get ahead of God and make blunder in our destinies. You need to be announced. And so the Bible says that, that John the Baptist, uh, at that time, the same time that Mary now got pregnant, Zachariah's wife, uh, what's her name, Elizabeth, was six months ahead pregnant. And they both were giving birth to. When they were giving birth to, we never heard anything about John until the day of his appearing in the wilderness. According to Bible historians, that the same way that Jesus was in the temple asking questions to the teachers of the Lord, the doctors, the Pharisees, the scribes, asking them questions and answering their questions at the age of 12. At the same age, 
John the Baptist was wearing animal skin and eating locusts in the wilderness. People thought the guy was crazy. He was, his dressing was funny. Thank God for suit. Jesus. <laughs> Just imagine I came here with animal skin. I'm not a Zulu man. Glory to God. Let's go and tie animal skin on my waist and tie animal skin everywhere. And then shouting. And, and I mean, this guy's message was just one message. Repent for the kingdom of God is what? At hand. Just a one. I mean, crazy dude. I mean, if I was, you know, if I was in John the Baptist there, I wouldn't follow him. But the guy was so anointed that people were coming to look for him in the wilderness. And he was screaming at them, you vipers. He was calling them snakes. And yet they were coming. And then until Jesus came and he said, behold the lamb. This is the one that I have been waiting for. The one whose shoe latchet I am not able to untie. The one I'm here to make way for so that his destiny can find expression. So uh, for me, having studied that, I personally believe the reason why Jesus looked at us and said to us that uh, just from Adam, after Adam and Eve, up until John the Baptist, there was no one greater than him. was because John the Baptist was in the wilderness betting the kingdom. He was betting the kingdom. Church, you must make sure that you give birth to something in this life. Some of you are giving birth to problems. Give birth to kingdom. You must give birth to something. You can't be under this ministry and not give birth to something. Uh -uh, uh -uh. You must give birth to a hospital. Give birth to... Am I talking to somebody? Give birth to a university. Give birth to a bank. You must give birth to something for the kingdom. Can somebody shout amen? That was there just birthing the kingdom in prayers from the age of 12 up until 30 when he passed. You all know that he obviously passed just as soon as Jesus got into ministry. He just, he went to be with the Lord. At the, he died very early because Jesus died at 33 and a half. John died at 30, you know. So he went, had fulfilled his assignment by, you know, um, pointing everybody to Jesus. Say amen to that. So Jesus said there is no one greater than him. But now, he now comes to you and me. He said, but anyone who is the least in the kingdom... Meaning as I make altar call today, the person that comes to give their life to Christ today is greater than John. Hey. I mean, church, you can't take that for granted. Eh -eh. Don't take that for granted. But then he now gives us another formula that, that you will use to attain such level of greatness. He said, right from the days of John the Baptist until when? Talk back to me now. Until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. And only the violent take it by force. I am tired of Christians who don't want to fight. You got to fight. Hey, you have to fight. Let me read a scripture for you that I saw a few, not, if not long ago. First Kings chapter 21. Let's read from verses um, Maybe, I don't want to talk about Ahab. Give me 1 Kings 22, verse 1. 1 Kings 22, verse 1. My God. 1 Kings 22 and verse 1. Quickly, help me. 
We're going to read to verse 6. And the Bible said they continued three years without war between Syria and Israel. Now, if you read the previous verse to this, which is, I think is chapter, uh, 11, uh, chapter 21, verse 11, Ahab had just repented for all the mess he was doing with his wife Jezebel. And God said, listen, Ahab has genuinely repented. I will make sure that I will not bring judgment on his day. I will take the judgment to his children. Who was speaking? Who was speaking? God. God said, I will not allow judgment on Ahab during his time. But his children, I will make sure that his children will face his judgment. I'm weary of pastors telling people that once you give your life to Christ, you don't have any trouble from family. Your, there is no altar that can fight you. What? I don't know where they got that from. Honestly speaking, because me, I've done many deliverances. Many. I'm talking many. I have, I have done deliverances where I, snakes were flying out of people in my office. Are we together, church? And these are tongue-talking believers who have been born again for years. Yes. You can't say that. <laughs> there are times that you must deal with some of your father's devils. Say amen, somebody. I mean, even doctors. Uh, you know, the, the doctor was telling me, I was asking him, I said, how does somebody's blood pressure just go up? He says, no, these things many times are hereditary. You get it from your parents. How does, I mean, my parents gave birth to me. They were just, you know, playing around, fooling around in their bedroom. And then I came. Now, if he has high blood pressure, I must deal with it. Why? Why doesn't he go with him? Because many times you will fight your father's devils. You will fight your parents' devils. I always say to couples, you know many times people come to me and say, I want a divorce. I'm dying. I will say, listen, chill, relax, calm down. The moment you divorce, this battle, you have transferred it to your children. Yeah. That is, your children will fight divorce, eh? Hey, they will fight. That's why we beg you, in the midst of all your emotional drama, just stay there, pray, believe God, that God will touch that man. Anybody is changeable. You didn't say amen to that. Anybody is changeable. I'm telling you, anybody is changeable. I'm telling you, don't, don't despise the fact that somebody can change. Many times when people start acting up, it's not, many times it's not them. They are demons that have taken over. Amen, somebody? They are demons. Some, some demonic spirits have been released. Listen to me, church. Satan is not going to fold his hands, watch you get born again and watch you prosper, watch you blessed, watch you drive good car, watch you live a, a good spiritual life, watch you pray, watch you bind him, watch you... No, it's not. If you are thinking like that, you smell the coffee. Hello? What do you do? Talk, talk to me. Talk to me. What do you do? Smell the coffee. Because Satan is not like that. The Bible said that your adversary, the devil, walketh about. What is he doing? Seeking who? He will do what? As we are here right now, Satan is walking about. What is he looking for? Somebody to destroy Jesus told us his mission, kill, steal, and what else? Destroy. He has no other manifesto. 
That's his manifesto. If he was a party in South Africa, that's his manifesto. His party <laughs> manifesto is kill, steal, and what else? Destroy. That's it. He has no other agenda. So he's not going to fold his arms, just watch you, enjoy life. And then, so that's why spiritual warfare must be taught in churches. Spiritual warfare must be taught in marriages. Spiritual warfare must be taught in families. That you have to fight. Somebody say, I must fight. Say like you are serious. Say, I must fight. Bible even advise you, fight the good fight of faith. That you may lay hold on the things in store for you in eternal life. You have to fight. It's not just going to, going to happen. Put back my scripture. 1 Kings chapter 21 and verse 22 verse 1. And the Bible says, and they continued three years without war between Syria and Israel. Next verse. And it came to pass in the third year that Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, came down to the king of Israel. Next verse. And the king of Israel said unto his servants, Know ye not that Ramoth in Gilead is ours? And we be still. We are sitting in church still. And take it not out of the hand of the king of Syria. Meaning, Ramoth belongs to me. But right now, it's in the hand of the enemy. And I cannot get it unless I'm ready to fight. Uh, why are you not saying amen, somebody? He says, listen, Ramot Ramot can represent anything. It can represent your health. Your health is yours, but it's in the hand of the devil. Satan is playing with you. All kinds of diseases in your body. That business belongs to you, but it's in the hand of the enemy. Say the king of Israel said to his servant, if I put this in the Amplified, let me read it in a more in a more simpler version. Just turn this one to amplified version. He says, and Ahab the king of Israel said to his servants, do you know that Ramoth in Gilead is whose? Who does he belong to? It's ours. He said, and we keep what? How do you keep silent broke? How do you keep silent sick? How do you keep silent in bed? How do you keep silent fighting with your husband every day? There is no peace in your marriage. How do you keep silent when your husband is cheating? You're looking to escape. Escaping is not the, Which man are you going to? Uh, Apostle, you are endorsing adultery. No, that man is stupid. We will correct his head this morning. But the truth is, where are you running to? To which man? How many of them don't cheat? the bull by the horn and let the devil know right from the day of John the Baptist Jesus told me that this kingdom, anything you must take from this kingdom, it has to be taken by violence therefore Satan, in the name of Jesus, free my husband now, I bind you from my husband am I talking to somebody you can't keep silence, he said we keep silence 
<laughs> and do not take it from the king of Syria. How can we keep silence when the enemies are ruling us? The people making decisions for your nation are all unbelievers start to finish. You are silent. You are silent. You must hear my prayer in the morning. You, when I pray, I break down structures. All these, all the demonic structures that have been built in this nation for generations. I tear them down. That's how I pray. Rugadaba, Ragodom, Brahida. I break down this structure. Every structure of homosexualism. You know, LGB, whatever or the alphabet is. I tear them down. In the name of Jesus, I tear down the structure of, of corruption. I tear. That's how I pray in the morning. I'm telling you. You need to hear my prayer. I don't pray like you. You are asking God for tea and bread. No. Many of us are envoys. We have been sent into this nation to make sure Satan proceeds no further. Ask my wife is here. She hears my prayer. My, when you hear my prayer, you know this guy is really a governmental apostle. And I, I wake up, Lord, give me bread, give me tea. Those are for children. Say, you little children. He say it's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. We're not little children. We are here to make sure Satan does not succeed. The kingdom of darkness does not succeed. We're here to make sure that we get our children that are on drugs out of Satan's hands. Am I talking to a believer in this place? We're here to make sure that the banks will be owned by Christians. Church, we, we can't keep silence when we are seeing what we are seeing. How dare you keep silent when Ramoth is in the hand of the king of Syria? How do you keep quiet? How are you comfortable? You're just okay that you drive a, a car. You have a house. That's, that's mundane life. You must matter to this generation. That is when they mention your name. Everybody in the nation knows your name. You know, church, to be honest, you know me. I'm, I'm very honest. Like I said, when I heard the EFF singing, uh, kill the boar, kill the farmer, for me, that is, that is absolutely against the word of God. You, you don't kill anybody. Uh, Julius was wrong there. I, I know you, some of you belong to EFF. I'm not talking about party. Listen, I'm talking from God's word. We don't kill our brothers. God wants all men saved, not to kill them. Say amen, somebody. But you know, from a kingdom agenda perspective, the only person that behaves like a kingdom man is Julius. It's as if that guy reads the Bible. Because the way he behaves, there's something about him. The dude does not eat. I said, what kind of human being is this? I, for that, I love him. I'm telling you. The dude is crazy on his own with his own things, but man, he has a, there is a kingdom mindset that guy has. I don't see DA doing what he's doing. I don't see ANC doing the same. Not to talk of the others. Let's not even mention their names. <laughs> Amen. Listen, do you know that as this country is now, I don't know the name of, besides ANC, DA, and EFF, the other political parties, I don't know who is their head. I don't know their name. But listen, you can't say Julius Malema. Even a baby in the womb knows Julius. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> you can't claim not to know the guy. 
Listen, that is exactly how God wants you to operate. You see, I had to break it down to the natural. You should not be ordinary. Are we together, church? You should not be ordinary. He said, Ramoth and Gilead belongs to us. It's ours. The banks are ours. The hospitals are ours. The schools are ours. The businesses are ours. Do you know these things belong to your father? And unbelievers are enjoying it. Look at the richest men in the world today. There is no one that is born again. Why? All the billionaires, in the, the, the richest man in Africa, Dangote is a Muslim. That one, I know him from Nigeria. And how did he get rich? It was a man of God that prophesied. Hello? T.L. Osborne came to preach for uh, Archbishop Benson Idaosa years ago, many years ago. So, T.L. Osborne needed to catch up a flight from Benin to catch up his flight that was going to the U.S. in Lagos. When they got to the, to the airport, the flight to Lagos was about to take off, and it was the last flight. And then, they, everybody knows it. I mean, Archbishop Idaosa was an authority. Ah, yeah. That man, oh, you know what I've been praying for South Africa? That God will raise a man like that. I tell you, the guy's scepter was higher than the president's. It was higher than the president's throne. Archbishop Benson Idaosa will call the president. President will start peeing in his underwear. Because if he says you are dead, instanta, no joke, so. No, man, we need a man of authority in South Africa like that. We need such men to put things in order. A man that will call president and say, hey, this G whatever alphabets, change it now. President will say, yes, sir. So that we, amen, church. All our children don't know their identity anymore. This is a young man, he come out, he say, I'm a girl. Mm. There is one that lives in my estate. When he's going to school, he's walking like this with school uniform. I say, what is, this look at this child. What is your mother telling you? Boy, I will knock out your teeth. I will knock LGB something out of you. What? No. God does not make mistakes. If you are a man, you are a man. Therefore, God made them male and female. You see, when I preach these things, they come after me. You can come after me. Listen, if God be for me, nobody can be against me. I am very confident in the God I serve. You know, the last time I preached about this, they wanted to come and close this church. But they never succeeded. But I have to, do I hate them? No. But anything that's against the word of God is what I preach. Are we together? I don't hate anybody. If anybody is gay, I can, I mean, I will, I will make sure that I help you through that journey because it's the same as sin or fornication or adultery. It's the same thing. It's just, it's the, it's the work of the flesh. Are we together? So church, the idea is that God wants us to carry such a kingdom mindset in order for us to take what belongs to us. Many of us are living below what God has for us. We are living average lives. We are slaves to unbelievers. From tomorrow now, you live here at church, and you go and be a slave from Monday to Friday. Come back to church on, Saturday, on Sunday or Saturday morning for prayer. Being a slave to someone. Answering somebody, yes, sir. 
Yes, men. Bosses that are just don't even they can't they, you do the job better than them, yet they treat you worse than, than anything. The Bible says it was Solomon that said, I returned under the heavens and I saw an error that proceeded from the ruler. He said, I saw kings walking on barefoot or princes on barefoot while servants are riding horses. That's, that's what is happening in our generation. Servants who are the unbelievers are riding horses. Believers who own everything. The earth, the last time I heard, is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And the Lord is whose father? It's my father and your father. There is no way I can be a billionaire and my children who I love and they love me, they're behaving well, they're doing my, my work and my purpose, I will allow them to be suffering. The only way that they will suffer is if they rebel against me. But if they can behave themselves and obey me, then I will, I will make sure that I bless them. But today, we are, we, are, we are being slaves to these people. When is this going to change? When is this going to change? Church, we are going to pray today. I'm almost at the end of my message. I told you I don't want to speak long. Give me Joshua chapter 10 and verse 38. Joshua 10 and verse 38. Let me show you those who conquered. Who, those who took the bull by the horn. This was the same Joshua at the, at the hill of Ajalon. The guy says, son, stand still. Can you imagine, George? They, they, see, in this kingdom, truly, only the violent take it by force. This guy was fighting war. He was getting dark. He, he has not finished defeating the enemy. He stood and lifted up his voice to the sun. He says, son, stand still. And it is recorded by scientists that that was the day the sun went 10 degrees backwards. Ten, a human being. Not a man of God. A normal man like me and you. He was just a military man, a soldier. He said, Joshua returned and all Israel with him to Deber and fought against it. What did he do? What did he do? Talk to me now. What did he do? Did he just sit down sipping coffee? No. You must fight too. Today when I say open fire, truly just open fire. God told me, he said, come to this service. And he says, let everything that has been not been reclaimed, let them be delivered today. So those who will go before God genuinely with flames, not prayer. I went into the intercessory place of prayer and I took over prayer. I say, hey, guys, let's charge up. Let's charge up. I don't know how to pray these prayers where you are gentle. No. I think maybe because I was just born in battle. You know, as I was born, I was born with a disease. A major disease that wanted to take me out. My father took me to all doctors, took me to Sangomas. They took me everywhere just to get this thing healed. Yet, nothing. Until the day I gave my life to Christ. That's why people like us believe God. We are radicals. Ah, yeah. I say we are what? Radicals. I went to doctor there. I say your blood pressure. He gave me tablet. I say it will come down by itself. The woman is hey, take it. You need to take it. I know you are a man of faith, but take it. Are we together? I say it will come down by what? And I didn't take the tablet. The thing came from two hundred and something to one forty. 
by itself. It must come that I said it. Some of you, they tell you you have high blood pressure. Oh, I agree. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, that is how life should be. No. Immediately react. The Bible said Joshua returned and all Israel with him to the bear and fought against it. Next verse. And what did he do? Talk to me now. Joshua took it. May you take yours today. I said, may you take your health today. May you take your husband today. May you take your marriage today. May you take your business today. May you take your anointing today. Can I yell out yes? He took it. The violence, they get it by force. Somebody shout, I take it. Uh -uh. He said he took it. And all the cities thereof, they smoothed them with the edge of the sword, utterly destroyed all the souls that were therein. He left none remaining, he had, and he, as he had done to Hebron, so he did to Deber and to the king thereof, and as he done to Lebanon and to her king. Look at territories this guy kept taking. One human being, one human being. Look at the territories. Anywhere he goes, he takes over. Isn't that the, the manifesto of House of Treasures? To raise an army of believers that will go to their word and take over. Go to the law word and take over. Go to the teaching profession and take over. Go to the medical profession and take over. Go to the hospital. Everywhere you are, take over. Look at your neighbor and say, please take over, take over. Take over, take over. It's time to take over. If you are a politician, take over. Am I talking to somebody? If you are a nurse, take over. If you are a doctor, take over. If you are a lawyer, take over. If you are a banker, take over. Take over! Joshua took it. He took it. How dare you not take it? Look at the next verse. Next verse. So Joshua smoothed all the country of the hills and of the south and of the vale and of the spring and all the kings. And he left none. You, can't, you know, God made sure that he kept saying, Joshua left none. That means everything that belongs to you, you must have it today. <laughs> Nothing must be left out. My health must be intact. My finances must be in order. My marriage must be peaceful. My life must enjoy the grace of God. All the promises of heaven on my life, I must enjoy it on earth. Can I hear a loud amen, somebody? Say he left none, but utterly destroyed all that breathed, as the Lord God of Israel has commanded him. Next verse. Joshua smoothed them from Kadesh Berna unto Gaza and unto all the country of Goshen, even unto Gibeon. And all these kings and their land did everybody read it out as loud as you can. Did what? Joshua take. You are taking your own this one time. I said this service is your one time. I just said to you, this service is your one time. You are taking yours today. I said you are taking yours today. Is anybody ready here for me? I said are you ready for me here? Church, we can't allow the devil to enjoy what belongs to us. Imagine if I was not radical enough to acquire this property. Where would this church be today? 
you know how they fought? The Freemason people used to have their meetings here every night. So when we now took the property, they had to come and visit me. This was their headquarters. Nobody could enter this place. The white lady that used to stay here drove in herself in a beige color Prado. Met me outside. I was then with uh, our previous pastor, Jude. And we were standing. He said, who owns this place? I said, it belongs to the church. He said, do you see those babies that used to walk around? Those babies that walk around in diapers. He said, there are about 30 of them. Spirits used to walk around here. Evil spirits. Before we took over. Nobody could buy here. Kyle, the guy that does our steel, he grew up in Kibla Park. He said to me that years ago, everybody told them to stay away from this land. That if you enter here, the kind of noise you hear at night, that's why nobody could buy it. The property was standing. Even the guy that we bought it from ran for his dear life. Moved his family to something and kept the place empty. And I came here, I met a Zimbabwean guy called Zondi. Zondi probably was part of the spirit. He must have been. <laughs> I mean, he was, you know, <laughs> he was the security guy. But you see, in spite of all these things I heard, the violent, they get it by force. So what did I do? I used to come here every day, 12 midnight, for six years. Boy, I would come here, walking around for six, because I needed to get rid of it. You see, if those spirits were here, this church would be where two or three are gathered. I'm telling you, you will... If you invite Joshua Selman, he said, no, something said I shouldn't come. Believe me. That's what's happening in many of your lives. Spirits are just hanging around, stopping everything you are doing. You can't achieve anything. You look at your life, you work so hard, but you live like a pauper. What kind of life is that? What kind of life? Because something is blocking your way. Was it not Daniel that was praying? And the Bible says for 21 days, this guy was praying. But when the angel showed up, he said to him, Daniel, from the first day you started praying, when? From when? So the number one day, Daniel fasted and prayed. His answer was released. But now, the Bible mentions a principality called the prince of patience, who stood against the angel. And blocking Daniel. Now, you could have been Daniel. Your position is vice president. But there is a principality blocking you. And now, somebody else is in that office. Your position could be the director of that company. But somebody is blocking you. Somebody, the devil raises princes to stop people from advancing. Then you now want to sit down and keep silent. No. I will not be silent. I will always worship you. As long as, as long as I am breathing, I will always worship you. I will not be silent. Somebody sing it. 
I will not be silent. I will always worship you. As long as I am breathing, oh, as long as I am breathing, oh, I will always worship you. One more time, I will not be silent. I will not be silent. I will lift up my voice and Worship, sing it. Hey, yes, my worship. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. All of my words. Oh, for the receiver. Receive my worship. All of my All of my words. So here's my worship. Ah, yeah. Jesus. The glory All of God is here. Arada bakate balagadosa. Embratayada bakshapaya. Now you are going to rise. Please, you can come to the altar, go everywhere, wherever you want to go. But whatever belongs to you must be released today. You are going to take it by force in this service. Yeah. Say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, everything that heaven has ordained for me in this season, I take it by force. I take it by fire. I take it in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and open fire. Asha. Somebody pray. Mambre Dokoshete, Ele Parose Kebrende Katosh, Ere Baba Shata, open up your mouth and open fire. Aya, Aya, open fire, open fire. Shata Katabelekata, Pastor Kaji, get a mic. Mabarado Koso Brekatosh, Ele Parede Kebrende Kazigabaladosa. Yes! Somebody pray. Somebody pray. The foul and take it by force. The foul and take it by force. Shada baye de brende gede beregeros. Ambreko zaki bala brando kote bregede. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Maya ya 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 ya. Rada bada ke sopra di shata. Take it. Take it. Take it. Somebody take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Baba la ke koshete. Rende de de beshaya. Mabarado koshete. Take your houses, take your job, take your business, take your health, take it now, take it now, 
Take your marriage. Somebody help her. Parate, Bosototo, the Copote, Parate, 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 your house is must be released. Your ministry is released. In the name of Jesus. Somebody help those under the anointing. Fire! 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 Somebody help her, help her. Somebody said to me many diseases that have been standing in your body for long will live today Amen. we are going to pray anybody that has any kind of disease or pain let that thing get out now Amen. you must take your health today Amen. you must take your health today Amen. I say you must take your health today who takes it by force? Who takes it by force? The violence. the violence. So anybody here 
if your health is challenged, I want you to step out. As we are praying, you will be getting healed now. Amen. Just step up. Step up. You have any health challenge? Step out. Madagabaya. Nadobadi gedegedogodo. Derodobongo mregendo bazombe gedondo. Dedobreno godobo. Zegebro degedo. Gadabaya degodo. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Lift up your voice. Say Heavenly Father. Like you are serious, say Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus. I take authority and dominion over every sickness, every disease, every spirit behind sickness and disease in my life. I bind you. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. I take my health. 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 Open your mouth and open fire. A protocol said, Leboroto Bonde Bragade, Ayala Baraya, Rata Bataya da Bragada, Retoko Sapaya, Masaka Paye de Bregados, Emprocoto de Bregados, Maya Yaya, Rata Kataya Barada. Yes! Fire! 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 Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in your body. Be healed in your body. Be healed in your body. Barokoto. Empreketo. Shatakabayada. Rebadoke Pelegeto. Take it now. Take it now. In the name of Jesus. Take it now. Take it now. Take it now. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Satan, get out. Demons, get out. You foul spirits. Get out in the name of Jesus. Yes. Two more minutes. Let that sickness go. That disease must go. 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 In the name of Jesus, all of you that are standing, lift up your hand. Just help those under the anointing. You told me as I was praying early hours of this morning that sicknesses and diseases that have built foundation in people's lives are going to get out this morning. I therefore in the name of Yeshua, Hamashiach, lay your hand on your forehead. Lay your hand on your forehead as an extension of my hand. Right now, 
I'm going to release the power of God. Amen. The healing power of God. Amen. There is going to be some reactions. Just help the person next to you. Father, I take authority and dominion over the spirit of infirmity. You spirit of sickness and disease. High blood pressure, hypertension, liver problem, kidney problem, bone problem, wound problem, every issues in the body, blood diseases. I command you now in the name of Jesus, get out! Lose your hold now, now, now. Get out, get out. Now, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I stretch my hands towards these people. And I now release the healing power. The healing power. The healing power. The healing virtue. I release it now. Be healed in the name of Jesus. 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 Holy Ghost, move. Shuda. Shuda. Fire. 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 Oh. You are receiving your healing now. It's flowing. It's flowing. It's flowing like a river. It's flowing. It's flowing like a river. Jesus. Where is Pastor Lily? Come here, Pastor Lily. Pastor Lily, bring her here. Come here. Now, take it. Power be healed in your body. Everything in pain in your bones is over now in the name of Jesus. 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 Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. We worship you, Father. We worship you, Father. We worship you, Father. There's a guy wearing green by you. Uh, I don't know if he's a woman or a man. He's closing his face, lifting his hand. Yeah, get that person to come here. Come. I don't know who you are, but God has remembered you today. I just saw glory coming on you. Just make way for her. Come. Come here, come. Hurry up, hurry up. Hurry up, hurry up. The Lord said he has remembered you today. And every issue in your life that you have cried out for is over now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lift up your hands and give God thanks. Give him the glory. Oh, my God. Give him the glory. Oh, there is such a thick atmosphere in this place. There is such a thick presence. Thank you, Father. We receive it with thanksgiving. We receive our perfect health. We receive our healing. We receive our all that we have asked you for. We receive. Thank you, Father. 
in the name of Jesus. Now you may go back to your seats. Oh, just celebrate Jesus as you go. <laughs>